0: Welcome to Disney Minus, the uh, the show where we are being dragged, kicking and screaming through everything on Disney+. Plus. I am uh, Nero, and I can't believe I'm being cocked by Phil Hartman.
1: <laughs> I'm Kat, and this movie really brings home the true meaning of Christmas, which is beating the shit out of a bunch of mall Santas.
0: <laughs> One of them played by Jim Belushi.
1: And another one played by Vern Troyer.
0: Yep. Well, technically, he's an elf, not a Santa. Um, we well, watched true, but, yeah. jingle all the way. Um, I think this movie truly is like. They don't make these anymore. They, they don't really make B budget, like mid tier movies starring like a few big names and just having a fun time. That doesn't happen everything's a a blockbuster
1: like i forgot how much i liked this movie i haven't seen it in years i used to watch it when i went over to my grandma's house for her to watch me for a bit i would watch this along with all the olsen twin movies but i forgot like it's a not a brilliant movie by any stretch of the means but this is just a fun movie to watch
0: it's uh it's like a it's one of the more successful uh Thing, uh implementations of like a live action cartoon that i've seen which helps because like this it, it, it's star is basically a live action cartoon um that kind of helps it along like and there's not really and, and the other thing i appreciate about it is it's it is its streak of, of late 90s you know cynicism about the holidays
1: right and just how it's a big commercial racket pretty much
0: yeah the every Christmas movie now is just some Hallmark horseshit, um, pretty much. Like, can I can I can you think of any Christmas movies that are not Hallmark related that came out in the last few years? The only one I can think of is that Amelia Clark movie Last Christmas. Yeah,
1: but that one's still uh... <sighs>
0: Yeah, that one's still a little hallmarky, and also it's... It
1: really, It really is. I honestly can't. Because, like, the Smart me wants to say Die Hard back in, you know, but that's not recent. But, no, you're right. Honestly, it's either super schmaltzy, or they take stuff that didn't need to be made a full movie, like the Polar Express.
0: Oh, God. Don't talk to me about the Polar Express. That movie's fucking terrifying.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We don't have to watch it for this podcast, remember? Wait. That's
0: true. Unless we don't it's... have to watch
1: it. <laughs>
0: Unless they snuck it onto Disney Plus while I wasn't looking.
1: I I don't think so. So I think for right now we're okay. All right. But I didn't yeah. see it on the list when I was looking at the Christmas list a moment ago.
0: Yeah. Also, we are we are uh, we are down one. Uh, dad's away. Steven's off for the holidays this week, so we are just going to run rampant and tear the tear the place apart while he's gone.
1: I've got the matches.
0: I've got the uh, I've got the paint that'll just splash all over everything.
1: And I think we've both got the poor impulse control, so sweet. Oh,
0: definitely. Um, <laughs> and so, Jingle All the Way, yeah, what is this, 98? Um,
1: um, i right. I'm having to jump back and forth.
0: Definitely a late period Arnold. Um, way past his his action prime here. Scroll
1: back up, scroll back up. Uh, 96, so we were yeah, close. Yeah,
0: 96. Um, year I was born. Yeah,
1: it's the year my little sister was born, too.
0: So... Yeah, the you know, obviously the main the main joke I think of this movie is that they casted Arnold Schwarzenegger as a, a normal man.
1: He did like he went from, you know, what we're used to seeing in like Predator and Terminator as this big bad guy, and he's like literally the bumbling dad archetype.
0: Yeah, which is in my in my eyes a brilliant move. Great oh, yeah. great casting Absolutely. joke right there. Um
1: One casting thing I had an issue with, because I found out, you know, how it's his opposing person is played by Sinbad. Right. Um, Originally, they actually wanted Joe Pesci. Huh. Which I thought would have been a lot more hilarious, but apparently they went, one of the reasons, at least, that they went with Sinbad is they wanted somebody that was going to be closer to Arnold Tite.
0: That makes sense.
1: Um... It makes sense, but I also think it would have been hilarious to have Joe Pesci.
0: And also, I think Sinbad was just hotter at the time than Joe Pesci. Well, well, because Home Alone, Home Alone, Home Alone did come out recently, so I guess he was he was still pretty relevant.
1: Right. Home Alone, and then also there was uh, I think it's My Cousin Vinny, where he was like yes. the courtroom lawyer. So it's like I mean he was still pretty there, but I know Sinbad had a couple other like kind of supposed to be comedy movies. I guess that's this is the most notable film I can remember him in off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, I feel like Sinbad has a weird career.
1: He really does.
0: Um, And so does Arnold. Uh, I think, like, this was the period where he was just doing whatever, I guess. Wasn't that Monstrosity Jr. released around this time?
1: I never saw it, so I couldn't say.
0: It's not good.
1: <laughs> not, not even ironically not good?
0: Uh, it's ironically pretty good. When, is, when did last action hero come out? okay last action hero was 93 and that's like the big meta arnold action movie right after that it's just whatever it is just let's let's just go um but yeah arnold is not of course the only big name here in this movie we also have sinbad playing uh his his rival here myron uh phil hartman plays his like sleazy creep neighbor Ted, and he is incredible in this movie.
1: He is, and this was actually this movie is actually the last one featuring Hartman that was released during his lifetime.
0: Yeah, because uh, and of course, was... for,
1: for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Phil Hartman, uh, you may recall him in such films as
0: <laughs> yeah, he is he is Troy McClure and uh, Lionel Hutz on The Simpsons.
1: Yeah.
0: A, you may remember uh... him
1: from uh, Stop the Planet of the Apes. I want to get off. <laughs>
0: what a good episode that one is
1: dude i know um, my dad really just start singing the whole the chimpanzee to chimpanzee
0: <laughs> oh my god i was wrong it was her along. <laughs> yeah no it's um it's very strange like yeah obviously his his tragic death would only be a few years later but uh right. He, also, he was truly a a, a a incredible comedic voice taken too soon from us.
1: He really was. And his that whole thing that whole ish episode or event was just sad. Oh yeah. But um one other thing that I did notice and this isn't I don't know that you'd call him a celebrity, but I just realized, uh, Nero, we may end up having to watch it at some point. This movie has a sequel.
0: Oh Christ. We're not gonna Oh it, no.
1: No, you know who it stars?
0: I know who it stars and it's
1: Larry the Cable Guy.
0: Yeah, I am always saying that Larry the Cable Guy is the Arnold Schwarzenegger of our time. What the fuck? Who is his like comic foil in that movie?
1: Uh, Who's I don't know but I'm going Hang on, hang on, I'm going to look. That's I'm looking to see if there if he has a Sinbad. Hang on. Okay, no wait, he's competing with the current husband of his ex-wife, and who is that? Uh, that would be Victor? Uh, Brian Stepanek? Stepanik?
0: I have no idea who that is.
1: I'm looking to see what he was in. Uh, he had a role on The like Life of Zack and Cody. Okay. He, was in, he was in the Michael Bay film Transformers.
0: Oh god, wait, wait, wait. Send me a picture of him.
1: Uh, hang on a sec. Let me Google it. Um, like from the Transformers movie or just a picture?
0: Just a yeah, a picture. Whatever, whatever you can find. I think I might know who this guy is. Right, I'm I'm pulling it up. Who? No,
1: I don't want Wikipedia. I want a freaking actual picture.
0: Is this the guy who ate the donuts? Yeah, listen to Prime Cuts, by the way. Uh, for more Transformers, not the movies yet, but.
1: Okay, hang on. This is... Oh, this is actually a picture from the Disney wiki. I am putting it in Mouseketeer chat.
0: Show me to him. Show me him. There he is. No, That's not who I was thinking of. I don't know who That's the fuck this is. That's a very unflattering is. picture of him. It is. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> hey, wait. He h- h- like here. A... Ugh. It looks like now he needs to be on Reddit's the r-just-fuck-my-shit-up. Uh,
0: yes. He, he looks like that one picture of Brendan Fraser. That's a better one. There we yeah. go. Uh yeah, I don't know who this is. I don't remember him from Transformers. I thought it was going to be uh He
1: was according to Transformers, he was one of I was just looking at it. Hang on. He was a sec- a Sector 7 Sector 7 agent.
0: Oh, so and just then... like some unnamed guy? Apparently, the
1: yeah, like they didn't even specify which one he was.
0: Okay. So the 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 star power of Jingle All the Way is translated into larry the cable guy Oh, and he was in, bolt. He, was in Beverly bolt.
1: Hill, he was martin in bolt i don't remember
0: is that the fucking hamster i don't remember but oh god okay so this is our sinbad um that's anyway. dire <laughs> that's real dire <laughs> we
1: also have uh, i believe yeah we also have pre phantom menace jake lloyd as the yes. son yes
0: that is. This is uh, in Jingle All the Way. Jake Lloyd as the son here. This is uh, one of one of his first roles. Sad story about Jake Lloyd. Short 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 matter is Star Wars fans suck shit. Um,
1: Instead of going after the people that actually made that crappy movie, you go after a kid actor.
0: And like don't even make go after the people who make the crappy movie like I don't I don't I don't I don't Rise of Skywalker is a fucking crime against cinema but I'm not going to harass JJ J. Abrams about it like who gives a shit
1: Well I mean cuz to be fair JJ Abrams can come back at you with a few other things that he has done right so
0: Yeah like it's not it's not but like yeah I mean Yeah Jake Lloyd's here he does he's doing the Jake Lloyd thing um just being dude, maximally precocious uh, there's a few other little cameos in this. Obviously, I, I said we got Jim Belushi as a sleazy mall Santa, and Vern Troyer as a, as his henchman there. Let's see. Uh, Rita Wilson plays Arnold's wife, Liz.
1: She actually has admitted that she doesn't care for this film, looking back.
0: That makes sense. I mean, it...
1: She feels that Liz was a little too stupid for not realizing that her, that Ted is trying to, like, smack on her the entire movie
0: that's true i i kind of just thought that she wasn't even humoring him that was my read on it just like cool, the not. Fact that it's
1: like how did you not notice turbo man was your husband
0: that one's definitely true but that's just that's just movie magic because no one no one sees the hulking seven foot tall austrian man and, and her and thinks it's him like that's very true. um yeah so <laughs> and one very funny uh one very funny cameo here. Harvey Corman plays the president in the in universe turbo man show at the beginning of the movie. Oh shit. So that's pretty funny.
1: Oh, and then just before we get into the actual movie, as far as I mentioned before we started recording, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger actually used this movie as a threat against the legislature of California during a huh. budget crisis. He threatened to force them to watch this movie 13 times. If they couldn't come up with a budget.
0: Oh my God. Uh, he was going to, like, use Jiggle all the way as a filibuster?
1: Yes, he was what? like, either you guys produce a budget, or I'm making you watch this movie 13 times.
0: Oh, God. He's just going right? to lock the doors of the Senate chamber. All we right, like, going to watch the movie damn, now. <laughs> well, all right. So I guess we should probably get into the movie by now. Uh, and Don't like I said, we, we start with an N Universe Turbo Man show. And I guess Turbo Man is kind of a super Sentai thing. Um sort of. It's not think, really clear what sort of show it's it's uh it's ripping off here. But I think I it's see, just kinda of
1: ripping off the genre as a whole is kind of the feeling I got.
0: Yeah, but definitely I feel like the big the big superheroes fighting guys in rubber suits thing at the time was uh was was Power Rangers. Um, yeah, so we we see that, you know, he saves the president's son and all that, and then we cut, uh, we kind of, we kind of pull back from that to reveal it's a, it's just on the TV and Jake Lloyd is watching it, he's getting real into it, and his, his character's name is Jamie, um, Jamie's watching it, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, we get, you know, and and we're just, uh, we're just seeing everyone getting in the household, getting ready for Christmas, um, so let's see yeah okay so it's it starts with jamie is going to a his like karate belt ceremony he's going up to purple i think um
1: i mean decently I promotion because i mean the ceremony i did taekwondo with my dad when i was in grade school so i mean the getting the getting your next level belt it was kind of a big thing so, you know you did yeah. your testing then you got presented with your belt
0: yeah it's, it seems important I never did karate, so I don't know what level purple is, but I assume it's up there somewhere. Like,
1: because okay. like I know when I started, there was no purple belt. I guess each dojo does its ranking system different. But also, my yeah. dad and I kept actually get, we got to a point where we were each getting skipped up two levels at a time. So when we, when I started, we didn't even have purple, so I'm not entirely sure where that falls. I'm gonna Google it.
0: So yeah, he uh, we. Uh liz is is talking to him and then you know uh jamie asks is well is dad going to be able to make it and Liz was like i'm sure he's already on his way there and i like this cut because we we cut to a holiday party at his mattress store everyone's having a great time and dancing around and drinking which at first leads you to believe oh he's just some asshole who's blown his family off to do, go to a holiday party no it's more pathetic he's a workaholic mattress store manager the worst (laughs) he's
1: He's, the bad kind of clueless bumbling dad character yeah
0: he's blowing off his family to do more mattress business
1: and also to make it worse i just looked it up and the purple belt status in most systems means that the student has gone from the beginner level to the intermediate level so it's kind of a thing
0: oh man but yeah, I just love the, idea. imagine calling for like, to order a mattress and you just get, hello, what do, you, what do you need my mattresses for? Like, what the? Okay. Like, he is the general manager or whatever, the owner of this mattress store. He's fucking seven feet tall. I feel like they keep costuming him in ways that hide how fucking bait, like shredded he is. Which like, I think
1: it would have been funnier if they had shown it. Because, I mean, I get on the one hand they're wanting to get away from the usual way Arnold was portrayed. But also I think it would have been really funny to just fully admit that this completely bumbling upper middle class dad is totally jacked.
0: Because, like, it's the winner. And so they he's they always he, he's always wearing big coats. He's always wearing, like, you know, stuff that hides his arms and his general silhouette. I really just wish, yeah, we just got a bunch of him, like, walking around in, like, sleeveless vests or whatever, showing off the guns.
1: Although I guess maybe they did that, too, because, I mean, it was already over the top enough. But I think if you had him looking around like Arnold Schwarzenegger was thought of, then it wouldn't have made much sense, much sense for Ted to have been hitting on his wife so hard. Cause it'd be like, why would she even look at him sideways when her husband looks like that?
0: that's true you cannot include the the threat of being cucked by phil hartman uh if you are running around looking like action hero arnold schwarzenegger um and so yeah he's answering a bunch of calls he gets a call from his wife uh and she's like hey uh jamie's fucking karate thing is soon are you on your way uh and he's like i'm leaving now don't worry i'll be i'll be there i've got plenty of time um, and, swirler, he doesn't have plenty of time. We, uh, we do see his, his secretary kind of interrupting him with, like, cue cards <laughs> to try and tell him, hey, your wife has been trying to call you about this karate thing. Answer the phone. <laughs> so, we cut over to the, uh, well, he drives off. We cut over to the, to the karate ceremony here. Um, this is where we get introduced to, to Phil Hartman. Uh, who is who's filming uh his his son and and whatnot um
1: i just love how smarmy he is in this whole movie especially the scene that we'll get to in a bit with the christmas cookies
0: oh yeah um and this this, and this is great too because so so he leans over and offers to to, uh, fix liz's porch light and she's like, oh, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll have my husband do it. Not entirely getting what the Indian is. And then some other wife leans in and, 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 and clearly very hornily says, oh, I'd love for you to come over and fix my porch light, Ted. <laughs> and then Liz kind of gives them a sideways glance like, what? What's going on over there? I Whatever just he's love...
1: fixing, mine's broken.
0: <laughs> I love the ted this fucking ultra divorced man is just trying to fuck everybody's wife
1: (laughs) i mean he's got nothing better to do apparently
0: i guess um so arnold is stuck in traffic he decides he's gonna try to you know pull out to the express lane or whatever and just tear up tear up road and of course he gets pulled over by a cop who is going to be a a uh, a recurring character who has very unfortunate things happen to him. Um, nothing unfortunate happens to him here yet, but this is sort of the catalyst for all of that because uh, he 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 thinks Arnold is is being his his character's name is Howard, but I'm just going to call him Arnold. Um, just call him Arnold because he's it's just Arnold. Arnold. So he thinks Arnold is like drunk or whatever, and forces him to take a uh, a sobriety test making him even more late than he was.
1: And even further in the doghouse.
0: Yeah, because he gets there and uh, the it, it's already over, so over that people are sweeping up decorations. That's how you know you're late, if you get there. That's how and, you know you fucked up, son. Yeah, so he goes home and he sees Ted putting lights up on his house. He's like, what are you doing up there, Ted? And he's like, oh, I was going to put up your lights. You know, uh, I just thought your wife was so sad about you missing the missing the the karate thing that uh oh don't worry though i taped everything for you he's like what would i do without you ted so yeah he goes in um and and he apologizes to liz and is liz like listen you should i am not the one you need to be apologizing to my guy so he goes to find jamie um, and he has a great line here because, because Jamie is obviously sulking and very sad about his dad missing this very important karate thing. But Arnold comes in here and, and, and tries seeing you know, be, be dad killer here. And he says, Hey champ, those hands registered weapons yet. <coughs> <laughs> also, can I just say Jamie's room like kicks ass? It's a, it's the coolest Dude, room right? a kid could want. He's got like Captain America wallpaper, Marvel bed sheets. He's got this like table that looks like a boxing or like a baseball glove. It's nuts. This kid. So like,
1: when I was in middle school, my room was the shit. When I got, and this was like when it was really big, I got a big old inflatable armchair for my room, and I had door beads. And I thought my room was the fucking shit. And I see this kid's room, and I'm like, fuck.
0: Damn, this kid's only like what, like six seven
1: right exactly like i had to wait till i was in middle school to get all that other shit
0: clearly uh lots of gifts to make up for past uh law uh missed things i'm sure
1: oh yeah bribe the kid
0: yeah it's the ultimate
1: ultimate level of parenting just bribe your kid with gifts and material things
0: that's what ted's doing um Mm -hmm. so it works it does (laughs) Oh my god! There's an incredible line from Ted's son later that I really want to get to. It's fucking hilarious. Um But for now, Jamie is still here. He's still really mad at his dad, and, and he's just like, "Come on, tell me what I need to do. Uh, do, do what do you want for Christmas. I'll like, do whatever you want for Christmas to make up for this." I'll
1: actually, fucking show up, Dad.
0: Uh, yeah. I and mean, he's and then this is when he goes on this uh, the the Turbo Man rant of I want the Turbo Man. I want to get the, I want the the, 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 realistic voice box that says it's turbo time and all this.
1: Totally not like a little walking TV commercial, which to be fair is like most kids sales pitch anyway.
0: Yeah. He literally just like quotes the TV commercial. Um, so, and, and Arnold's like, all right, they'll get you the turbo man. Um, <laughs> yeah, and.
1: Keep- Pick you up the season's hottest toy. No. No problem no problem.
0: yeah so well he's climbing in the bed and liz, he's talking to liz and then liz asks him hey you remember to get that turbo man a couple of weeks ago like i said to right he's like what um and she's like yeah no uh it's gonna be really hard to find because you know it's, it's super popular so uh you said you were gonna get it a couple of weeks ago for jamie he's like oh yeah i got I got the turbo man yeah i have it
1: i think at this point just the way she keeps putting emphasis on it i'm pretty sure she knew he was talking out of his ass and was just letting him dig the hole even deeper
0: yeah so this is where we get the great shot of her turning out the lights and then him staring in horror into the abyss as he realizes he's gonna have to go out to get that turbo man tomorrow just the fucking wide-eyed nightmare stare of, of a man who knows he's going to have to brave last minute shopping.
1: It's the look of a man quietly dying inside.
0: Yep. So this is the first time uh, he says it's turbo time here in the morning with, uh, you know, he's getting ready to go into the office and Liz is like, why the hell are you going into the office on Christmas Eve? And he's like, oh, well, I left, I left the turbo man there. So I'm going to go get it uh don't i i was just keeping it there so he couldn't find it just make it a surprise Uh, obviously still completely talking out of his ass um and but this is but she's like all right well just make sure you don't miss the holiday parade and he's like oh the parade yeah um and i love this one because jamie's like yeah dad we always go to the parade together well except last year and a year before that (laughs) and that one too i think you missed a lot of them actually
1: The not-so-subtle guilt trip.
0: (laughs) So, he goes outside, and Ted has a reindeer.
1: Which does not like Ted, or doesn't like Howard at all, but for some reason doesn't pick up anything from Ted.
0: And I don't like the weird CGI reindeer mouth. Where did we get this reindeer?
1: I'm like, they could have, or at least as far as the producers go, like, could you not have just gotten the reindeer from the Santa Claus comet? That rude one?
0: I guess, but I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, he's, he's, Ted's basically was like, oh yeah, the Turbo Man. Well, you know, it's the hottest. I, I, I got my, I got one from my son, you know, as soon as they were out. So it's already wrapped up and sitting under my tree, which was important for later. Um, but he's like, yeah, good luck out there, buddy. Uh, if you're trying to buy a Turbo Man, uh, they're going fast. So yeah, but, uh, he drives off. He gets to a, uh, a toy store. Yeah, you know, the line is already huge. Um, and this I used is to work where... retail,
1: and I hated being anywhere near the toy section around seasonal time.
0: Oh yeah, I bet it's a fucking nightmare. It was, um, where I worked,
1: they always put me in the seasonal section, so like back to school, Halloween, Christmas, because I was the only person in the store that could keep it clean for longer than fifteen minutes. Thank God when I worked there, they never put me in the toy aisle at Christmas time, or I probably would have quit on the spot.
0: Oh. Jesus, yeah. because like, no. we, <laughs> So everyone's lining up. We get this turbo man. This is where we see Sinbad here for the first time. Um, who Was it Myron?
1: That was his name?
0: Yeah, Myron. Uh, who is uh, a, a it's male feeling man. feels
1: a little, little bit unhinged.
0: He is a little bit unhinged. He's quite bitter about his wife uh, divorcing him. Um,
1: you would probably see him as, like, one of the sub-definition pictures of the phrase going postal. Oh, yeah. Cuz he's like the entire movie he's like literally 5 seconds away from doing just that.
0: Yep. He's constantly making mail bomb threats. Uh there's a good payoff for that later though. I love it. Um oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he he starts off going on a rant about the, the 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 how how you know, capitalism turns us all into slavering beasts during the holiday season. How how uh, how it how it's, uh, we're all just complete monsters trying to get with, with the latest toy. But eventually, just starts talking about how much he hates his ex wife's new boyfriend.
1: <laughs> like starting <it's laughs> to kind of see why your life left left you, bud.
0: And Earl's just like, "Yeah, the sun's rough for you, buddy," but I gotta go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go now.
0: So this is but the the the, the store opens and then. Every, it's just—it's just a fucking nightmare, just an orgy of violence as everyone just pours into the store trying to grab every Turbo Man they can get their grubby little hands on. Um, and and Sinbad and Arnold are, are lost in the shuffle. They trample over this poor store manager. He's dead. That man is dead for sure. And if he's not dead, he is at least like full body cast injured. But, uh, Sinbad and Arnold are the only ones left without a Turbo Man. And so they, they kinda go up to one of these store employees and, and Arnold's like, hey, do you have any more Turbo Man in the back? And they, the, this, this guy fucking laughs at him and brings over his friend and says, hey, can you, how about you ask him? It's like, oh, okay. Uh, do you have any Turbo Man in the back? And they, everyone starts laughing at him, mocking him, like, "Oh yeah, we got Turbo Man figures in the back." You fucking idiot! They're the hottest toy of the season. But so when flying I was a kid and first saw this
1: movie, I was like really offended, like, "Oh my god, they're assholes!" And then working retail, and when I went back and watched this movie again, I was like, "You know what? I totally get it." <laughs> oh yeah
0: brief uh brief re-emergence of like predator era arnold as he lifts these two boys by (laughs) by their collars is like what's so funny where's Um, your
1: holiday spirit
0: where's your holiday spirit
1: where's your god now
0: um where does the uh where does he say yeah so the so they're talking about where the last turbo man figure is where do they say it is it's in another toy store right
1: yeah like oh yeah i heard that they've got like one in stock or something like that.
0: Yeah. So immediately, Sinbad just fucking decks Arnold with his mailbag uh, which I mean Punch out
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger.
0: This, yeah, this is this is the beginning of the rivalry right here, where uh, they're they're just running, and so they're you know they're 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 having a, a slapstick chase through the streets of uh, I think is this New York? I feel like it's New York. It I might not be New in York. New York.
1: I want to say New York. It feels like see- New York. I don't know that I saw anything in particular, but I'm looking. If I find it, I'll let you know.
0: Um, this is where we get a very funny montage of uh, set over a a rocking cover of Jingle Bells, where it's just Arnold going across, going to every toy store in the city, oh, finding shit. nothing. This is supposed
1: to be Minneapolis.
0: That's even better. I love that. That makes Arnold even schlubbier in this movie. Right, he is a Minneapolis mattress store manager. Because I thought if it was New York, you would have seen the classic New York things. Like I, I feel like if it was New York, F A O Schwartz would have would have factored into like the climax of the movie somehow.
1: That would have been one of the scenes, or at least been in a backdrop. And you know that you would blah, 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 they would have had to have Times Square.
0: Yeah, for sure. uh He, he eventually Arnold gets so fed up he he murders the shit out of a cardboard cutout of Turbo Man in one of these stores um and this is when we get ted making his move you know howard's out he's like he, he he'll he. watch the kids for liz and 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 bake some cookies here um and this is when he he uh he eats the cookie and he's like god damn it's good uh howard arnold That's calls my my favorite
1: scene in the whole movie
0: yeah he's like uh oh liz is this liz and then the ted of course answers he's like ted what the hell are you doing here who leads on the phone? Like, oh, yeah, she's well, in the well, shower. Want?
1: want me to go check?
0: Yeah, I want me to go check? <laughs> no, that's not necessary. <laughs> and this every time, t- cookie down. Yes, this is the, the 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 immortal line because Ted is just is just eating uh, Liz's he's cookies. Rolling the
1: shit out of Howard. Come on, yeah,
0: he is, and he is. Uh, he he's making a big show of how good they are, and this is <laughs> he goes, put that cookie down now.
1: <laughs> it's my favorite scene in the whole damn movie and it's not it's, even the climax it's my favorite it's scene so
0: fucking funny um, so Myron reappears he's like hey man listen I'm sorry for what I did you know how it is I gotta, I gotta get this tour man for my son um and uh, he's like he he offers a team up basically but Arnold, Arnold's too cool for that he works alone That's uh,
1: he's so full of shit
0: yeah So they hear about another toy store that might have a turbo man. So they both uh, hurry over to their vehicles of choice Uh, for Myron. Of course, it's a mail truck. Uh, And and Arnold is about to, you know, drive off. But he actually puts it in reverse and knocks over the bike of the same cop that pulled him over the night of his son's karate ceremony. Oh, boy. What um, i always
1: wondered is, like, how fast can mail trucks actually go? Probably not
0: that fast. I mean,
1: you, well, you usually only see them, like, in suburban areas because they're delivering mail, but you gotta figure, depending on where the post office is, you gotta figure they gotta go on the interstate or the highway at least once.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the top speed of a mail truck is. I I, don't, I never see... I feel like I've never seen a mail truck... On the highway, though.
1: Right. That's the thing. But it's like they got to go on it at some point, depending on where the post office is relevant to where their neighborhoods are.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like a... I don't know anything about the, the, the mail infrastructure, so I, I can't I can't say. But what I can say is that... Uh, oh, shit. You know,
1: they can apparently go up to 87 miles an hour.
0: Okay, so they can't go on the highway. I didn't know that. I've never seen one on the highway. Or maybe I have, and I just forgot it. So huh. you know, if you're making a movie about the 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 horrors of holiday capitalism, you know, you got to go to the Mall of America. Oh yeah. A a nightmarish labyrinth of consumerism. <laughs> um just like just like a perverse temple to it sitting out in the Midwest. That that place It just has a horrible vibe. I don't like how big it is. I don't like that it has a theme park in there. It shouldn't exist. So, but Arnold is there. Um, So he's at this toy store in the mall here, and the mall manager is like, Alright, listen, I know the Turbo Man is in high demand. That is why we are going to be instituting a raffle system. (laughs) Everyone who gets one of these balls will get a Turbo Man. (laughs) And of course as soon as the balls are released everyone just goes fucking nuts trying to grab them. The Anarchy. <laughs> yep. Um Sinbad of course does some fuckery to uh to get the ball and then but then Arnold he oh yeah he maces Arnold to get the ball which uh real dick move but then Arnold you know gets him back by saying that guy has two of them. Um, of course, completely turning the crowd on him and just and just getting him completely tackled. That's straight uh, up, man. <laughs> yep. Arnold, or Sinbad drops the ball and it goes bouncing across the, uh, the, the mall here. Aren't we get a scene of Arnold chasing down a bouncing ball for like three minutes. Movies don't have that anymore. We're just dumb shit happens for three minutes. Well, they, they do have it, but it's never anything fun.
1: It's not the entertaining kind of dumb shit.
0: Yeah. Um, and this is when, yeah, so it falls into, like, a ball pit. Or, no, it falls into a, uh, we're not at the ball pit, it falls into a kid's hand. She's in a stroller. So Arnold, Arnold's like, stay right there, I'm going to get to my ball. Goes down. This is where we get the ball pit, and, and Arnold, like, climbing through a play place. So
1: <laughs> well, one, how the fuck did he not get stuck?
0: yeah i feel like arnold is much too big even 1998 era arnold when he's not a bodybuilder anymore
1: like granted f- up until i was in eighth grade and maybe even my freshman year of high school i could get up into those play places because my, my parents would send me up in there to flush my little sister out if she wouldn't yeah. come out but even now i'm like i'm still not that big but i could probably guarantee you i'm not going to be fitting through those little tunnels anymore
0: i'm absolutely getting stuck
1: Or at least if you go through, I can only go one way. I can't reverse or turn around.
0: Yeah, but so we get Arnold crawling through this fucking play place here. He ends up in the ball pit. And he's like, go, on, give me my ball. Uh, And he he
1: tries to choke this toddler! (laughs) Which, to be honest, how many of us haven't wanted to choke a toddler at some point? Of
0: course. This is when he gets mistaken for a pervert (laughs) by all the moms and beaten with purses. And this this is when he has another incredible line. I'm not the pervert. I was just looking for the Turbo man doll. (laughs) (laughs) oh god this is when the shadiest mall santa in existence calls him over yes i was like hey listen one. huh what
1: was this the steve buscemi mall santa
0: no this is jim belushi steve buscemi not in this movie
1: that's who i made jim belushi i'm
0: sorry yeah no jim belushi who i believe now has a has a very successful weed operation good for hey. him um, I
1: mean, he's got to find something else to do when it's not
0: Christmas season Yeah, Jim Belushi, by the way, really, really good in uh, Twin Peaks Season 3 It's good um, Yeah, so this mall this Santa calls Arnold over and is like, hey, listen, I got the hookup for you, like, I, I know where I can you can get a Turbo Man um, And this whole situation just seems like the sketchiest thing in existence and it will only get sketchier as he convinces Arnold to to drive to this warehouse uh exactly um and so he, he ends up on the, at this fucking underground illicit Santa toy warehouse <laughs> it's,
1: it's like Santa bike full of
0: mall santas and their assistants doing what we later learn is toy bootlegging because arnold gets here he takes in all the sights and then jim belushi santa you know gets in the turbo man doll he uh he gives it to him he unwraps it uh but i mean as he's unwrapping it jim belushi's like uh, i don't know you you might not want to do that and he he presses the he presses the voice button on the turbo man and it says something in spanish <laughs> and he's like and, and immediately and, and jim belushi's like oh uh that's the multilingual version, yeah.
1: It's the educational version.
0: It's gonna be yeah, your kids are gonna learn so much, it's educational, and he opens the thing and the doll completely falls apart. Of course it's just a cheap knockoff. Um And Arnold's fucking pissed. He is like you know what you are you're just a but you're just a bunch of scumbags you're, you're ripping people off on christmas how dare you and he's and uh Jim like them's fighting the words in the north pole you want to have a go so this is the point where arnold beats the fuck out of a bunch of malls <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that this is my second favorite scene after the
1: christmas cookies
0: it's hilarious um i mean
1: it's, it may be why because i mean like i said how many of us have not fantasized about beating up a bunch of shitty mall Santas at some point in our life?
0: Exactly. And I need to see if... So, of course, at some point, a really big Santa comes out uh, after he's wiped, mopped the floor with a bunch of other Santas. Like a, like a big Santa comes out to fight him, right? And I need to see... Yep, alright, I was correct. Oh, that, that big Santa is played by the big show. Oh, shit. Famous WWE, now Ew wrestler, Paul Wright, a.k.a. Big Show.
1: I was about to say it would have been funny if, since they've got Arnold as the main character, it would have been funny if they had gotten, like, Sylvester Stallone or, like, one of those other big-name action figures to be one of the mall Santas, but that's even better.
0: Yeah, I love that. Because as soon as I looked at him and I saw his face a little bit, I was like, is that
1: Big Show? (laughs) Because, of
0: course, Big Show's whole thing is that he's a very big man, so...
1: Imagine
0: that, you know, given his name. Yeah, he's like, uh, yeah, he's seven feet tall. Oh shit! So yeah, he he be during this fight, <laughs> the cops bust in <laughs> to yeah. uh, to arrest these 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 sm- illegal toy smuggling mall Santas, and Arnold thinks <laughs> quick by grabbing a. F-
1: that's the headline you would love to see, though. Is oh yeah, local cops arrest toy counterfeiting shady mall Santas,
0: underground Santa bootlegging warehouse. Can you um, imagine
1: having to explain that to your kids, though. If they heard that on TV, explain <laughs> to them why Santa got arrested.
0: <laughs> why many Santas got arrested? <laughs> There you go. Why multiple Santa? Why oh, and of course the idea that they are all still dressed as Santa makes it even better.
1: Like you need to take off, you know, the jacket and the hat at least. Nope, you're coming out like. Me.
0: So this is where uh, he he uh, the, he he grabs a fake badge, and passes himself off as an undercover cop to get out of this situation.
1: Which genius, but also man, you gotta hope that you don't
0: get
1: busted. Uh huh. <laughs> not gonna end well.
0: So, he, uh, yeah, he, he, he walks out of there, and he comes, out and he sees, I believe, that his car, or no, his car hasn't been stripped for parts quite yet. I think it just runs out of gas, at right. this point. Oh, actually, not mind. There's a few more things I want to talk about in this, in this, uh, in this, in this Mall Santa scene here. Uh, at one point, Arnold gets tased in the balls, by the little Santa, um, and when the cops show up, Vern, Vern Trurier says, it's the Grinch! Scanner But uh yeah, this this is where I believe uh his car runs out of battery or runs out of gas.
1: Something
0: And this is where one of the best fucking lines in trial actor history ever is is said here because obviously Jamie's bummed out kind of about his dad being gone for so long, and he's also like wow man you're uh, he's talking to ted's son whose name i forget and he's like wow your dad gets you a bunch of crazy shit like you you always have the coolest stuff um because this, at this point there he is he is uh he's showing off the reindeer which he has named ted <laughs> <clears throat> and this is when ted's son turns to jamie's like oh yeah it's because my dad got divorced so he spends a lot of money uh making me happy hey maybe your parents should get a divorce i bet it's the best thing that ever happened to me
1: I mean, to be fair, that's
0: from a kid's <laughs> point of view. That's pretty solid logic. It's fucking incredible. It's turning to this kid. It's like, hey, maybe your parents should get a divorce. So
1: you can
0: have a divorce. Outstanding. Um, this, movie this is so well. I-
1: for that scene, I want to know how many kids actually went to their parents. Because you know what had to have happened.
0: Oh, yeah, at least once. Um, at least.
1: So I can have
0: a good Christmas. this is when Arnold calls the house phone Jamie answers and uh, he's like Jamie put the mother on the phone uh, and, <laughs> and Jamie says you can't she's next door petting Ted and Arnold <laughs> just goes what
1: <laughs> say what now
0: of course, the reindeer Ted, not the man Ted, but it's just a great, great reaction of...
1: Or do you have to wonder, he had to have done that on purpose, because most kids, they know exactly what they're saying. <laughs> I think that would have made that even funnier, It's just like him guilt-tripping his dad by going in oh, there, she's petting
0: Ted. Yeah, so Arnold gets a little snappy with him about putting his mom on the phone and makes Jamie cry, uh, so he hangs up, and Arnold feels terrible about it.
1: I just step up there, Arnold.
0: Yeah, so this is when they, he is, uh, he goes to a diner and he's just sort of wallowing in his misery, like, I yield my son and made him cry, what kind of father am I? Um, and he and Myron have just sort of a, a, uh, a chat about dads and sons, and Myron brings up a lot of his issues, like, his, his dad had a very similar thing to what Howard is doing right now, where it's like he promised the, the hottest toy in the world and, and didn't deliver. And, and, and Myron always thought that like that was his one chance to show he actually cared. And he, he fucked it up. So he <laughs> always, oh, <shit.
1: laughs>
0: and then, oh, jeez. So, well, before that, I also noticed the line Arnold says, I was a hero then. Look at me now about like him and his son's eyes. But cause he talks about building this cool, like tree house. But I also can't help but feel like that's sort of a metatextual line about Arnold in general, right? Like, was a hero back then, but now I'm in fucking Jingle all the way. Um, but yeah, so Myron has this, uh, you know, this this bottle of, of whiskey or whatever this is to, to spice up the diner coffee a little bit. Um, and after he...
1: That's usually when people talk about irishing up their coffee, that's usually one of the ones.
0: And after he tells the story about his dad, Arnold, uh... And this this face is the the source of our new emote here. Um... Where, uh, when he sees... He hallucinates <laughs> Jamie in Myron's place. And... Jake Lloyd drinking this bottle of whiskey is extremely funny. Um... And he's just... Arnold is just horrified by this vision of the future, right? But... Then they hear on the radio that a, a radio station is... Uh, this seems like a sh- very shitty contest, by the way. Whoever can name all eight of Santa's reindeer gets, to, uh, gets, gets Turbo Man. That is not hard. Yeah. However, we still okay. get a guy calling in
1: As saying... Far stations go, though, I actually found something out, which I don't know how many stations it's true for, but apparently whenever they do that, like, oh, whoever can do this first or caller number, whatever... It's not actually whoever does it first or whoever calls it at a certain number. They pick who sounds best on the radio.
0: That makes sense.
1: Right. Maybe that's the case here, but like you said, I mean, pretty much everybody with a brain in this country knows who the reindeer are.
0: So, yeah, so both of them race to this payphone, immediately turning back onto each other uh, as soon as Turbo Man is back in play. Arnold beats the shit out of Sinbad to keep him out of the payphone, and and is almost about to answer the, the the thing, but then Sinbad tears the phone out of its wiring, um, and then I believe beats Arnold with it. That
1: sounds about right.
0: Um, and you know, obviously, this it would just be a, a race to dial on their cell phones. Payphones don't exist anymore,
1: and I- even. In the US, though. I know they're still fighting to keep the red phone booths in the UK, because those are like iconic.
0: At some point, Arnold says, Aha, I'm having a good time. Bye. Which I presume is to Sinbad because he can't start his car. Um, I just was obsessed with that line reading.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you're with all of his line readings in this movie.
0: It's great. Um... So, this is where they get to the radio station and they're just completely fucking unhinged. Because Arnold breaks into the studio with just wide-eyed. He's like, yeah, and I can name all the reindeer. I want to, I got the, I got all the reindeer. You can, give give me the turtle man. And this fucking radio station guy is immediately calling the cops. Because there's a fucking seven foot tall Austrian man just ranting about reindeer in his fucking studio.
1: Ranting about was... reindeer and demanding that they hand over a toy.
0: Yeah, and then Myron shows up and says he's got a mail bomb.
1: <laughs> oh my god! How much would that not fly?
0: Absolutely not. Um, and so
1: fazed and pepper sprayed at the very least, right now.
0: Yeah, so of course uh, he drops it, and it's just a music box. But and and this and this this radio guy's like, wait a minute, do you guys think I actually like have the Turbo Man? Oh shit, you actually
1: fell for that?
0: <laughs> no, it's a gift certificate you can turn in for a Turbo Man at a later date
1: when they're available, which God knows when that's going to be
0: yeah so they're disappointed and then and then they hear sirens and then they're just like do call the cops uh which yes of course yeah. he did um <laughs> Most so would yet again we have so so arnold kind of slips out right um and yet again we have this fucking motorcycle cop uh and who's shown up here. Myron tries to pull the mail bomb trick again to get him and Arnold out of the situation. Uh, and when, when I look to Arnold for confirmation that this actually is a mail bomb, all Arnold says is, this man is completely insane. <laughs> Correct.
1: Yeah, I mean... But,
0: <laughs> yeah, so they, they get out of there. Arnold Arnold slips out. Myron soon follows. And as he's walking out, uh, the, the cop picks up this thing. He's like, listen, I was on the bomb squad for like, you know, for ten years. I think I would know a bomb when I see one. Um, (laughs) Then we cut to Sinbad, and we hear in a fucking explosion. (laughs) And Sinbad is just like, oh my god, that actually was a mail bomb? What a sick fucking world we live in. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: because this whole thing is he's threatening everybody with the mail bombs it's like it's i guess it was uh it was a, it was a big worry back then about mail bombs um well
1: because this was if you remember i know it wasn't around this time but remember uh within the last 10 years or so there was that scare with everybody thought oh my god there was a bomb square i think in massachusetts or boston and it turned out to be light rights
0: yep i remember that Um, so Howard, this is when, (laughs) this is when Howard goes outside and sees that his car has been entirely stripped. Tires are gone, doors are gone, everything is gone. Um, so he has to go back home in a tow truck. Uh, this is when he, when he gets back home, he sees Ted putting the star up on his tree, which is the thing he does. That's the man of the house's job and Ted's trying to move in here. Um, but as he is seeing that he remembers, oh wait, Ted has a Turbo Man doll under his tree, he told me that, so I'm just gonna sneak in there and grab it. Meanwhile, of course, Liz is, is telling Ted, hey, listen. I don't
1: care if he's trying to cuff your wife, that's just fucking low, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is this is Arnold's lowest point in the movie here, and he knows it, um, because... He breaks in with a credit card while everyone is distracted by carolers. Um, he uh, he he steals the double man um, after locking the fucking reindeer, which is in the house for some reason.
1: Who the hell, looks a live reindeer in their house.
0: Ted, I guess. This does not um,
1: seem like a very well thought out plan at all.
0: Yeah. So, Ted is still trying to put the moves on Liz, who either either is not recognizing or just doesn't care and doesn't want any of his nonsense. Um, and as Arnold is trying to, like, go out the sneak out the back door because there's carolers out in the front yard, he looks down and, and, and realizes he's st- <laughs> he is stealing a child's toy, a child's Christmas gift. He's like, what am I doing?
1: How low can you go, man?
0: <laughs> what have I become? Uh, of course, as right as he's about to bring it back, uh, the reindeer breaks out, and uh, I believe it's Joseph's, or it's one of the three wise men, falls into the fireplace and starts a fire.
1: Um,
0: he, uh, yeah, he's, he basically slapsticks Ted's house on fire, pretty much. And of course, this is when Ted and Liz bust in, see him with the Turbo Man in his hand, uh, and it's, it's not who it looks like. And no, Liz
1: it's
0: like, only oh. And Liz is like, "Okay, then what is it? Because it seems to me like this is exactly what it looks like." So, we t- we Ted takes them to the parade, leaving Arnold uh, to drink alone with a reindeer. <laughs> he has oh befriended God. the reindeer now. Um, so we cut over to the, the parade here and we just see a fucking bajillion licensed characters running around like we got I, I just uh, uh, as people peel around the crowd I, I spotted Gumby I spotted Sonic the Hedgehog I spotted the Tick
1: and then, wait uh, the Adam West Tick
0: no I don't think Adam West ever played the Tick
1: uh, if it's the big blue guy in the suit, then yeah, he did during the animated TV series.
0: Oh, is that him in the TV series? Because I was say in, in the in the live action one, it was uh, Patrick Warburton who played the Tick. Um,
1: that might be who I'm thinking of. So except yeah. today, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's the Tick and a bunch of Crayola crayons, and also the Cat in the Hat. And I just feel like this would be a very expensive parade to license. But I mean, um,
1: it, well, I mean, at least for the movie purposes, it's Disney.
0: I don't think it is, actually. I don't think this is a Disney movie. It's just its just something they acquired during one of their absorptions to... of culture.
1: Well, I could afford... Well, I anyway.
0: Let's see who put this out. Uh, yeah, this was a 20th Century Fox production.
1: And Fox is now part of... Gotcha. Uh,
0: by the way, this movie was produced by uh, Chris Columbus of uh, Home Alone fame. Wait, there is a it was put out by his production company, Fourteen Ninety Two Pictures. So,
1: oh, did not yeah, know that. Just.
0: Um, and so yeah, we we get I I there's a very extremely good weatherman name here with uh, Gale Force. Nice. That's a cool ass name. This is where we get this fucking scene. So the kids go out to join the uh, join the parade audience, and, but Ted's like. Liz, listen, I understand that you're going through a lot of stuff with your husband. Liz, you're like a lost and frightened foal. I can see it in your eyes. Don't worry. Ted's here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just so the ultimate
0: sleazebag. Um,
1: but he does it so well. We can't hate him for it.
0: It's He's fucking hilarious. He tries to put the moves on. He's got this non-alcoholic eggnog. Um, and Liz just fucking kicks his ass and leaves the car as soon as she realizes, oh, this guy just wants to fuck me. Uh, Though, before that, Ted sees, or not Ted, uh, Howard sees this. He does not see the second part. He only sees Ted (laughs) with his arm around Liz holding his holding her head to his shoulders.
1: Forcefully holding her head
0: to his shoulders. You, You can always cry on my shoulder, Liz. Um, so he, shoulders. he runs off and quite literally stumbles into the like suit fitting for the, the, uh, the Turbo Man actor here, where, where he is kind of press ganged into being Turbo Man because they think he's the replacement for the other guy who was horrible. <laughs> horrifically injured in some kind of jetpack accident, because this guy says, oh yeah, well, uh, Pete showed some brain activity yesterday, so that's good.
1: Yeah, that's totally not alarming at all.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that Arnold's like, wait, what, what, we'll do you say
1: about brain activity? <laughs>
0: <Definitely> <laughs> um, This is where we get, like, the chain-smoking booster, who I at first thought was Gilbert Godfrey, but he doesn't sound quite that fucked up. Um right. Uh, Casey identified this as, uh, the, the guy who voices Dan versus, uh, so that's interesting. He's, ver- he does a great job. Yeah. We see this, the, the booster suit actor just smoking cigarettes and he's like, uh, Arnold is real dumb here. He doesn't really know what's happening. He's like, well, do you mean I'm Turbo man? And then he looks in the mirror and he's like, oh fuck, I'm Turbo man. So he gets put up on the float here. He of course does not know anything about what to do he doesn't know what what a suit does this suit is crazy by the way it's got a jet pack it's got uh disc launchers in the wrists it's insane
1: i, I want one of those
0: so he's on the float i love his goofy ass grin as he's waving his turbo man very funny uh we see myron uh knock out the suit actor for the turbo man villain the dementor um,
1: fitting name for someone played by myron
0: yeah so he, he he steals the the villain suit here as gale forces like a wa- keep an eye out for the evil dementor he might try to ruin turbo man's parade um apparently arnold is supposed to pick one kid out of the audience to give an ultra special like Turbo Man limited edition figure to. and Arnold takes it and he holds it above his head triumphantly.
1: <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yes, I have the Turbo Man. So I'm
0: gonna um, wave it
1: around and not protect it at all.
0: Yeah. So this is when this is when Booster's like, "Hey, fucking a uh, pick a kid asshole." So he he of course points at Jamie, but Ted's it asshole son is like, "No, no, he's pointing at me. He's pointing at me." <laughs> um and. <laughs> and I should say, nobody recognizes that this is Arnold somehow. Um Yeah. Like, despite the fact he is talking, it's like, it's turbo time. And, like, Jamie, or at least Liz, shouldn't say, wait a minute, that's my husband. <laughs> that's that's the thick slab mm-hmm. of Austrian sausage that I married. What's he doing up there? But, true. uh, this is, so, uh, he's, they're just, they just keep arguing, and this is when Arnold has to clarify, Jamie! And this is when <laughs> Jamie's like, how the fuck does Turbo Man know my name? Like what the shit? <laughs> and this is when uh, so I think actually no, Myron doesn't show up yet. First, Jamie actually gets up on the float, I believe. And he gets the doll. And and Arnold's like, y- you very special boy, I hope you enjoy this. For me, Turbo Man. And that's when Myron appears. Yeah. Because it's all supposed to be part of the show, um, and I believe he chucks Booster <laughs> off of the uh, off of the float, which is another great thing where all of the kid. Because Booster has been much maligned as the like shitty animal sidekick to Turbo Man, like his uh, his figures are are shelf warming. They just aren't selling at all. They're just clogging up shelves because earlier in that in that in that toy store scene they're like yeah yeah no turran but if you want booster we got plenty of booster for you buddy so all of the kids run up and start beating on booster saying
1: we don't like you booster we hate you booster <laughs> this really prove that man mascot actors really don't get enough compensation for what they do
0: yeah So this is when uh, yeah, so Myron like grabs this, grabs Jamie, or like chases Jamie, um, all the way up to like a rooftop. Like, listen, buddy, you got you. At some point, you got to stop and think. Arnold did that earlier. Arnold stopped to think how far he was going. You were going significantly farther.
1: Here's the line, and here's you, like fifty yards past it.
0: And so, at some point, uh, you like. Someone tells Turboman to use the jetpack.
1: Again, what?
0: And he does. And I gotta tell you, this jetpack sequence looks beautifully wretched. Like, it's just exquisitely bad. <laughs> he flies all over the city. Um He, like... Oh, I forgot at some point. <laughs> before he... I think one of the reasons he stumbles into uh the Turboman like fitting room is that he runs into this cop who now has bandaged hands because the bomb exploded in his hands which by the way definitely everyone in that room would have been super dead not just scorched well, so but you know live a action shitty. cartoon I mean, it been really shitty long. yeah so he's got these bandaged hands and he's carrying some coffee and then Arnold accidentally knocks him over and <laughs> spills all of the hot coffee on his hands just cannot catch a break. Um this is also when he like flies through a family's dinner. Like he just flies through their window and blows everybody over. It is no big deal. Got... Fuck
1: them. This fucking,
0: this fucking jetpack sequence just keeps going. It's insane. <laughs> like at some point. Uh, <laughs> at some at some point so so the, the 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 mentor uh myron has has climbed up they're they're they are climbing this uh Christmas tree thing, which is starting to fall off, so Arnold uses the jetpack to cash Jamie uh, and save him, and of course, the crowd is going wild like everyone loves it, no one knows it's Arnold yet um. Myers being arrested and by the cop with the bandaged hands.
1: Oh, yeah! Um, he's gonna get his head wrapped on the car, uh, the car door frame a few times.
0: So, this is when you know we get we get we get our heartwarming scene of of uh, of of, of, Tur- of Turbo Man giving the Turbo Man to Jamie, and you know saying all these nice things about him. It's like you deserve you deserve all the happiness in the world your father loves you very much and james is like how do you know all that turbo man because i'm your dad and he takes off the mask and everyone recognizes that it's him including Liz, who goes howard (laughs) and this is great because this is when ted comes up uh covered in eggnog still he's like what the hell did i miss uh and his son's like Jamie, Jamie's dad is Turbo Man, and, he, uh, and Ted just goes, "Oh fuck, we gotta go." <laughs> um, but yeah, so this, okay. and this is so Myron's kind of being dragged off here, and he's like, "I just wanted that goddamn Turbo Man. I, please, my son, he, I it would make it would mean the world to him." And of course, this is where Jamie goes to give him the the limited edition special Turbo Man doll, because he's like, "Well, I don't need." this toy i got the real one back at home Burn. And that's kind of where that's kind of where we end here um there's also a bit where this fucking motorcycle cop is saluting turbo man who is facing away from him and then he turns around and sees it's arnold and his face just falls
1: <laughs> wait shit. it's like
0: god damn it not that guy again Um, and that's where we end, just with, uh, you know, just a heartwarming family moment in a movie all about the, the nightmares of, of holiday consumerism. Jingle all the way.
1: Heartwarming tale of consumerism and greed.
0: Your wife's cookies are great. (laughs) Put that cookie down. Now! So we got questions. Do we have any on Twitter?
1: Uh, I didn't see i know we got a, we got a handful on discord i don't know about
0: twitter let me look at the twitter no questions on twitter so let's just head into the discord questions here um so first casey cookie Moose asks what are your opinions on turbo man's tiger sidekick booster uh we hate it. i hate him <laughs> boo we hate you booster
1: I hate him. The only tiger sidekick I like is the white uh the original white tiger Zord. Booster can go That's fuck right. himself.
0: Booster is Booster even a tiger? He's just a weird pink cat man.
1: Um insult the cat boys.
0: Host of the show, Steven, currently, you know, a mile or so up in the air, probably, asks. Uh, did either of y'all have a Turbo Man back in the day? Apparently, there were only 200,000 those little dudes made, and my brother and I both had one, but apparently, apparently Funko is bringing them back starting this year along with pop figures from the movie. Uh, are y'all gonna get any? I never had a Turbo Man. Like I said, I was born the year this movie came out, so I was, you know, too young for that shit, probably. Um, I've never actually seen the movie before selecting it for for disney minus here so you know uh
1: i never had a turbo man either um i like i said i remember this movie being out because i used to watch it on vhs at my grandma's house but at the time i was not aware that they actually released turbo man um so no never had one now if i see one of the funko pops i might get one just for fun if i see it out but i'm certainly not gonna go i'm not gonna go you know tackling small children and stealing from their christmas trees
0: i want the knockoff uh (laughs) spanish turbo man (laughs) That's what I want. I would
1: fight for
0: that one. Uh, Yusuf asks, what hypothetical action figure would you fight a child for? Like any of the masterpiece Transformers figures? I'd kick a child for that. Yeah. Mm. I would, I would, I would, uh, listen, those are, those are, what, they wouldn't be able to appreciate the craftsmanship of those figures. They don't get it. That shit would break. It's mine. If there's a child going for that Masterpiece figure, I would I would huck them into the sun.
1: I would say if a child had like the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers action figures, I would pump them in the face, because I still have mine. They're all at my parents' house. I'm- I want to bring those back, because they're going to be clean in the basement soon, so I want to bring all my toys back. But if I saw somebody holding one of the original action figures, oh yeah, I would deck them.
0: Casey on. once again asks... What's your favorite TV show inside of a fictional world? This is a fun one. I'm trying to think of some. Um, let's see. Well, do you have any favorite fictional TV shows?
1: I have one, but for the life of me, I cannot remember. It was, it showed up in a video game, and I cannot remember what game it showed up in. But basically, it was like this totally cheesy vampire soap opera, and it was animated. Oh, was like-
0: it Night, is it Nightblade from Saints Row?
1: No, 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 it wasn't from any, it wasn't like from any of those. I want to say it was like Fran Bow or Sally Face, like one of those style games, or maybe Little Misfortune. It was from one of those games, but like it actually had like somewhat of a supplement to the narrative, but it was just totally stupid. It was the whole, you know, oh, you cheated on me, that child's not mine, and the woman's like, what do you mean he's hanging from the ceiling and drinks blood, how is he not yours?
0: The the classic, yeah, the classic cheesy uh, vampire soap opera things. I wish I could remember the name of the fake soap opera in Twin Peaks. Um, I always liked that, both as, a, as an in-universe thing and also like kind of a meta thing about how Twin Peaks often uses soap opera tropes and, 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 and sort of twists them around yeah, to make to, in, in, in very interesting ways. Um, but I cannot remember what the actual show was called. Was so I gotta like, find
1: that soap opera. You gotta find the Twin Peaks
0: from here to eternity or something i think i don't really remember okay. um,
1: no, i want to say that was an actual show
0: like it was definitely like a general hospital-esque
1: right thing
0: um yeah no that's i, I for some reason i'm just drawing a complete blank on on fictional tv shows well
1: because usually you don't see them you just see like little bits and flashes
0: yeah they're just they're just sort of in the background there um of course uh, McBain. The McBain movies from The Simpsons, those are quite good.
1: That's true. And any of Troy McClure's little documentary world. slash educational.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hi, I'm Troy McClure. Um I the like one where deeps. he takes the
1: kid through the slaughterhouse.
0: Yes. <laughs> or the sex education one.
1: Yeah. Oh, with the bunnies. Okay, I take it back. Those are my favorite.
0: <laughs> Carnal urges. Um deep sea asks how would you reboot turbo man slash how do you think turbo man would be rebooted in this film's universe um that those are two very distinct questions i don't really have enough of a grasp on the reality of of jingle all the way to say but i will say i think that if turbo man was a property now it would definitely get a like man of steel style dark reboot where they don't actually say turbo man or if they do it's like the turbo man yeah something like that and it's all it's all washed out
1: one of those gritty reboot yeah
0: it would definitely get the dc uh the dceu treatment there (laughs) um and also, Deepsea asks, do you collect any figures, statues, or plushes? I do. I, as you can probably guess from the fact that I said I would uh, do, like throw a child into orbit over over a Transformers figure, I collect Transformers figures. Uh, I've also got a few anime figures back there, mostly One Piece
1: Very figures.
0: nice. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Um, How about you?
1: I do actually. Uh, when I was younger, I had a few different collections. It's not that I don't like to collect them anymore i just haven't had the chance to but when i was younger i collected both matreshkas the russian nesting dolls and i also collected glass and crystal animals um, a lot of which i still have um, one of my favorites is a nesting doll that's actually from russia and the main doll is pretty decent size and it goes all the way down to one where you think you've gotten to the smallest one and then you split that open and it's barely taller than the original doll's base um, So I do that. Uh, nowadays, I collect, I like Funko Pops, mostly in, you know, either My Little Pony, Marvel, or right now I've got, you know, my Pokemon Funko calendar that I've been going through. Uh, today's figure was Cubone. Um, and also just basically anything that's fox or dragon related. I have quite a few stuffed foxes that my friends have either gotten me or made for me. I have a homemade one. But pretty much anything foxes or dragon related, my family knows is like a sure bet for any kind of present.
0: Casey asks, what toy would you attempt to murder for? Uh, Titan-class Predaking for me. Big Transformers figure that I've always wanted. But it's very expensive and very large.
1: Uh, nowadays, I honestly don't know. I would just... Because off the top of my head, you know, like I said, I don't collect like, Die Hard much, but I would say if I had to pick, it would probably be, again, any of the like original Mighty Morphin Power Ranger figures.
0: And finally heaps asks yes. what's the most ridiculous thing you've done for a retail product <laughs> i can't really remember doing anything too crazy like the, the the most i've ever done is go to a couple of midnight releases for video games but that's not that crazy
1: when i worked at target i would hide shit
0: oh to for you to buy later yeah
1: because when i worked at target you know during certain times of the year or certain items they would be like you know you can't lay away we have to leave room for guests Now, I never did anything that was like huge, big ticket. But if I saw something that was only like maybe one or two left and I knew that we would be sold out before I had a chance to, I knew where everything in the store was because I did every department except electronics and guest services. So I would find whatever the item was, whether it was clothing or a toy. Now, anything like big and expensive, I wouldn't. But yeah, I would go and stash it somewhere really good where I knew nobody else would go. It wouldn't be in the back room. It would be on the sales floor.
0: Oh, that's and even then just better. the
1: minute that's... my and I would just make a point to whenever it was time for my break or for me to clock out, I would just make a point of winding through that section of the store and then just grab it, hit the registers, boom, I'm gone.
0: That's smart. That's smart right there. Because technically, you're not doing anything wrong. You're just sort of shuffling things around.
1: And also, I could use it in defense that we had to put up with enough customers, you know, shoving shit behind areas where it clearly did not go. Whereas I'm buying this for the intention of buying it
0: well that's all for questions uh this is you know we, we've been disney minus here of course you can find us over on twitter at disney minus pod where we post question posts i think we should post some screen caps from this movie because just some incredible faces oh. um join our discord server you got emotes i got arnold emotes here um
1: a movie is really I mean, good there will be at least one custom emote coming from that movie
0: yeah, don't I, worry. I didn't. I didn't make any more of these emotes. Uh, what other? I'm about
1: to say. What other Discord do you know of that has a custom Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy cook and a dilf Simba emote?
0: Yeah, great emotes, folks. They're great. We they really um, do. You can find me on Twitter at Dragon Smoocher. You can find my other podcasts. One of them is Prime Cuts, a non-linear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I do with. Audrey hosted Pod of Greed. That's at Prime Cuts Pod. You can also roll in, starting up soon. We just recorded our first prelude episode the other night. Uh Radio Free Heidelin will begin broadcasting very soon now that Endwalker is in our hands and I am loving it. That is at Heidelin Radio on Twitter. And of course, you can still listen to all of the podcasts of power. Uh, which I do with, uh, you know, my friend and also host of Radio Free Highland. uh Jane, all about 2018 she That's still at Podcasted Power on Twitter.
1: And I am totally pumped for the Final Fantasy podcast. I will eagerly be looking forward to the first episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Z 87. Um, a lot of it is just random snarky comments or ranting, but I also will occasionally live watch horror movies and do reactions. Um, I've already done a Humpty, the Curse of Humpty Dumpty. I did not get around to live tweeting Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but I may go back and rewatch it just to do that, and occasionally post jokes. And of course, you can find me on Disney minus off weeks with Stephen, doing the uh, Kingdom Hearts podcast where he's dragging me through the entire series. Uh, we are still working our way through Kingdom Hearts two, and we will be recording our next episode after the holidays.
0: And because. There is, uh, it's, 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 it's a random number generator week, folks, and because it's still the holidays... Oh, do we want to uh, do, do
1: want to do Steven's plugs real quick, or do you want me to?
0: Oh, yeah, you can find him over at Marshmallow on Twitter, um, and, uh, what's his dad joke Twitter? Uh,
1: dad underscore tastic.
0: There you go. That's where you can find him. And, of course, usually on here. Uh, but it's, it's, it's the holiday season and it's random week, so that means we will be using the Christmas subset of our RNG chart. To choose the next movie, there's some good stuff on here. There's also some bad stuff on here.
1: I am pulling it up right now. I've
0: got it already. You already got it. Perfect. So let's so let's see. Uh, It's between one and twenty six. So let me just hit those parameters real quick, and let's see what we get. Twenty. So that is the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Oh my God. I believe this is the attempt to make the nutcracker into Lord of the Rings.
1: Oh God, I think you're right.
0: Let me let me uh let me make sure.
1: Wait, the next episode. I won't be here for it. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you, you get to miss this. Yep,
0: this is indeed the attempt to make the nutcracker cool. <laughs> me, you all. Um Yeah, you're lucky. Enjoy that time off while I have to watch this fucking horse shit. <laughs> Okay, thankfully it's only an hour and 41. I assumed it was like two hours long, or maybe two and a half.
1: Hey, at least you don't have to sit through like a three-hour movie like the actual Lord of the Rings. Yeah. What the... Who... Who directed that?
0: Who did this? It has two directors. Never a good sign for a non-animated movie.
1: Is it anybody that we recognize?
0: Lass Heilström and Joe Johnston. So no...
1: Don't say I know neither
0: of those. Hang on, Joe Johnson actually sounds familiar, but he might just have that one. Of I think names.
1: Jonas. I'm like, no, not Jonas, brother.
0: Sorry, his uh, his middle, <laughs> his middle name is Joseph Eggleston Johnson, Johnston, uh, the second. Well, oh, so he directed. Oh. <laughs> he directed Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Jumanji.
1: Oh, the original Jumanji.
0: Yeah, is this the same one though? No, I don't think this is the same one. This is a different one. This is not...
1: How many fucking Netflixers? No, no,
0: it is. It is. Okay. This is him. Okay, I just wasn't listing it under his, his notable works, presumably because it is not notable. <laughs> <laughs> What's he did the, the Rocketeer and shit.
1: How did he go from those to this?
0: He did Captain America First Avenger.
1: Wait, I like that one. Hell the fuck.
0: Well, I don't get it. He also did Jurassic Park three.
1: Okay, see, I like Jurassic Park. No, wait, no, 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 no. Three was the one you said Jurassic Park three.
0: Yeah, Jurassic Park movie. three. Fuck that movie.
1: Um, I like uh, let me what look Jurassic up the Park other Park one
0: like real 3. quick. Who the fuck is Lars Helstrom? Uh, fuck, some some is this some some Dane? Who are you? Who the fuck Swede, are you? And he's and is a Swede. You know? He is a he's the guy who directed all of the ABBA music videos. Oh, there's new
1: okay. videos. oh Bless your heart, honey.
0: Okay. What the fuck is this? Oh my god, he directed What's Eating Gilbert Grape? What?
1: What? As in Leo DiCaprio, what? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. Oh, sweetheart. What's
0: what is happened? happening? He directed a dog's purpose? Why? I still refuse to watch. What is, is this movie? movie? What is this movie? <laughs> What is the, the, Well, I guess next time we'll be figuring out what the fuck is going on with the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. All Happy I, I Merry, Merry Christmas,
1: hear, everybody. I can't wait to hear your all's episode.
0: <laughs> oh my god, Richard E. Grant is in this movie? Kiera Knightley? Fucking <laughs> mean, Kiera Knightley?
1: Why? Honey, no!
0: You, you don't have to do this.
1: No, you, you're Pirates of the Caribbean. You don't have to do this shit. What? What do they have on you?
0: Well, until next time when I guess I get my nuts cracked uh, in the four realms. Uh just remember fuck Disney and put that cookie down.
1: Happy holidays and fuck Disney. <laughs> put that cook down, 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 down,
0: down, down, put that, cook down.
1: Hook it down.